Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Aiko Palmieri about her wedding at the Wedding Pavilion with a reception at American Adventure Rotunda in Epcot. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose these locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Aiko. Hi. Oh my gosh. It's so exciting to hear all those spots again. It just brings me all back to that wonderful weekend. (laughs) That's great. Well, I can't wait to start talking about how you chose all of those. I would love to start at the very beginning though, and find out how you and your fiance decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. We've always loved Disney. I love Disney more than he did when we started dating, but it was a toss up between either Disney World or Italy. And With COVID still lurking around, we figured it'd just be easier to keep it in the States instead of going abroad. So once our parents decided to bless us with donations, we decided to go to Disney. That's awesome. So how did your parents and your other family and friends react when they found out that you wanted to do Disney? Oh, so excited. So very excited. They were asking before we even officially announced we were doing it. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? We invited around like 130 and then our official number, it was 87 came. Okay. Did you set up a room block for your guests? I We passed on that because my parents actually live in Central Florida now. So all my family like stayed with them and a lot of his family have like timeshares and everything. So we just decided to pass on it. That's great. Now, how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your event? It was just going to be easier on the weekend for all of our family because everyone works during the week. And with just the weekend, it was just so much easier for all of our schedules. Okay, great. And the time of day, was that just dictated by the venues that you wanted? Or did you know you wanted to have a certain time of day for your ceremony and your reception? I wanted a night reception, like the classic night reception, and then a ceremony right before it. So we did a five o'clock ceremony with a reception right after. Got it. How did you choose your ceremony and reception venues? Oh, it was definitely always going to be at the wedding pavilion. I was going to fight tooth and nail to get in there, but it was our first choice and we got it the exact day, exact time. And then American Adventure Rotunda is just so beautiful. Every time I go in there, like years before we even decided to get married there, I I decided myself that this is the place that I'm going to have a reception for my wedding. (laughs) Did you use any outside vendors for your event? Yes, we went with Leaf and Blossom for our personal floral. She was great, very easy to work with. And we went with the roots for our personal photography because I feel like everyone says it. Everyone says that you're so nervous to go with 
Disney's photographers that I just wanted to go with people that I saw their art online, all their photos. And I just fell in love with the roots and people even up here in New Jersey knew who the roots were. So it was like crazy that they're like so well known in their photography world. That's fantastic. Now, how did you choose the officiant for your event? That was easy. We went with one of Sal's cousins, who's actually a pastor. So we wanted it really intimate, really personal. So what better way to do it? Keep it within our family. (laughs) And did you add any kind of entertainment to the ceremony or reception? Yes, we had a DJ. Of course, we had Steve Dunlap. He was amazing. Everyone still talks about him. We had Minnie and Mickey come in. We were always, we kept going back and forth about having them to come because me and Sal were always like, are we going to be that couple that has Minnie and Mickey? Are we going to be forever known as that couple that had them at our wedding? And I was like, might as well. We're in Disney World, you know, Minnie and Mickey, they are the epitome of Disney World. We have to have them. That's cool. How did it go down? Oh, amazing. Everyone was so surprised, so shocked. I loved all the photos that they got of our guests just screaming, laughing, having so much fun. (laughs) I'd also love to talk about how you decorated at American Adventure Rotunda. I thought it was great the way you used blue uplighting with the standard blue chairs, because a lot of people are nervous about just you know, using the chairs that are in there without putting covers on them or swapping them out for another type of chair. But I felt like it was such a genius idea to make the whole theme kind of blue that they really looked great. Yeah, that too was actually one of our biggest dilemmas, I guess, if you could call that even a dilemma, was whether to upgrade those chairs. Because if you look at that chair by itself, it looks not that great, right? It looks (laughs) like a business chair. So and then you see all the photos online of all people's gorgeous weddings in the past with all their upgraded stuff. And it was just something that we decided to scale back on on our decor, I guess, to keep the chairs the way it was. We didn't upgrade those and we just kept even with the standard lighting and just picked blue and everything just turned out so beautiful. That's fantastic. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors from the reception that you would recommend? Yes, everyone keeps talking about the braised boneless beef short rib that we had, and it was so delicious. It melts in your mouth. It's something that I still think about to this day, and uh, it was so delicious. I'd definitely go with that. That's great. Any cake flavors? Yes, we had um, three different layers, and every layer had different combination cake and filling. Our biggest layer was the lemon and the lemon curd with blueberries, which was delicious. That's actually the layer that we got to taste in our like photos. But I think my favorite was our top was the churro filling because me and Sal are obsessed with churros at Disney World. Everything tastes better in Disney and the churros are just top notch over there. So we had to have it. (laughs) That's awesome. What was in the middle tier? The middle tier was the lavender cake with the amaretto mousse. We just thought the lavender was so unique that we had to have it in there too. Got it. Now, did you guys add any other events around your wedding, like a welcome party? Yes, we did. We had a welcome party the night before at the Italy Pavilion. Actually, it rained that day, so we were pushed back to the Living Sea Saloon, which was beautiful anyway, because who has their welcome party in an aquarium? So it was amazing. And then we obviously saw the fireworks, but granted, it was still raining. So all my guests walked in the rain to Italy. 
and our pictures were we were soaking wet but you can barely tell that's how amazing the roots were <laughs> do you have any desserts or food items you'd recommend from the welcome party we had the nacho bar which was an easy choice because it's such like a party pleaser so everyone enjoyed that too and of course we had the desserts like classic desserts the mickey ice cream bars and everyone loved that too that's great can you give my listeners a timeline of how the wedding day ran yeah so because our ceremony was pretty late at five o'clock we didn't have to wake up so early to start getting ready we actually got ready at like nine i believe but granted i only had a maid of honor and one bridesmaid so we weren't a lot of people and it was like my mom, Sal's mom and our siblings. So there wasn't much people to do, but we started at nine and then we got all ready by two o'clock to do photos in the Grand Floridian lobby. And then from there, we went to their ceremony by five. Got it. And then what time did the reception start? So cocktail hour, we had it at the Whitehall Room and Patio in the Floridian. So it was easy for my guests to get there. That started at six o'clock. And then our reception at the Rotunda started at eight o'clock. So our guests had a lot of time eating just the hors d'oeuvres there and getting over in the bus to Epcot. The reception lasted until midnight. So we, we had the full four hours. Got it. Okay. So when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? A lot of our attention was guest experience, definitely. We added the ride mix in at our welcome party. We did Ratatouille. I mean, we had Manny and Mickey. We had the DJ. We also had silhouette artists come to the reception. So everyone got their silhouette cut out, which was a really unique thing that a lot of people have never seen before. <laughs> And then what aspects were less important, where you saved your money or just your effort? Probably decor, just because the rotunda is so beautiful on its own, just with simple lighting. And yeah, we saved on flowers by going with an outside vendor. Got it. So what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? One of our favorite memories is our confetti cannons, actually, at the end of the night. I know a lot of people go back and forth whether getting these confetti cannons and since our reception was not during any fireworks like we didn't go outside of the rotunda to see the fireworks so our photos and that moment of the confettis going off and everyone cheering and just knowing it's the end of the night it was amazing and it's something that me and Sal will never forget <laughs> and it's great for photos <laughs> yes oh my gosh I love them so much <laughs> So then did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Little things here and there. The biggest thing was that for some reason, our table numbers got mixed up. So our families weren't sitting where we'd like them to sit. Unfortunately, Sal's dad and the people that were sitting with him ended up in like the corner behind a column and they couldn't see much, which was upsetting to me. But in the grand scheme of things, everyone was a good sport about it. So I really let it slide off my back. Okay, great. And then was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be a big deal? The weather, definitely. It rained both days. The welcome party. So my I already 
forewarn my guests that there's going to be a lot of walking in Epcot because <laughs> we're in Italy and that's like all the way on the other side from the entrance, right? So it rained, of course. So everyone was walking in the rain with their ponchos and they were tired, but it's something they won't ever forget. I can tell you that. And then is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I think that welcome party, I wanted to keep everything like a secret. Like you're going to see fireworks. You're going to ride a ride. The only thing I told them was to meet at this spot and you're going to walk a lot. And some of them were like so cranky by the end of the night, but <laughs> I think I would have told them, hey, this is what you're going to see and be prepared. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, that's a good point because I also love surprising my guests, but Epcot is so much walking that that's a really good point <laughs> that maybe you should prepare them. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? Yeah, a lot of people talk about the package bar, whether to be open bar or not. Me and Sal also went over this. And we just decided just to do the open bar because throughout the night, I know me and Sal would have been counting in our heads how many drinks people would have been drinking and if we were saving money. And honestly, it's not worth the stress, I feel like. Like that night, you should just be having the time of your life, not worried about things like that. So I just say go for the open bar. <laughs> <laughs> That's great advice. Well, Aiko, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you so much. This was so fun. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com.